Ted Jones messed with the wrong melon farmers. Ted Jones, I also call him the eighth wonder of the real estate world. Ted Jones, who knows, you know, it could be. Ted Jones? The Ted Jones World Podcast. Hello and welcome to the 63rd episode of the Ted Jones World Podcast. I am your host, Ted Jones, alongside producer Katie, 45 degree angle, actually about. How you doing, Katie? I'm doing fantastic. Katie, the production value on my background right now is something we got to talk <laughs> about. Uh, Katie made the suggestion vaguely, uh, probably like six or seven weeks ago, that we got to put something of, of substance behind uh, the Ted Jones World couch here. And it, it looks pretty good. We're looking great. You know what I, I mean? I, people watching on YouTube know exactly what I am speaking of. This lovely map uh, behind us of the world. Because this is Ted Jones' world. Because we well, happen to be in Yeah, we, uh, <laughs> we discuss the news here every week. And uh, we also get some topic episodes going on. But Katie, I want to run back to the last episode that we had you here. Was that episode 61, correct? Yes, 61. It was, uh, right, episode 61. You were saying... That you were going to be working the polls. Now, the I polls. don't want anyone with a dirty mind out there to, to think what you're thinking. <laughs> but Katie is actually um, fresh off of poll working, working yeah, um, the election. So can you please describe what that was like? I know they were paying you some solid cheddar, but uh, what was that like? They paid me. I got decent, decent cheddar. I got like 350 bucks for it. Oh, wow. For one day? Yeah, plus the training, so no. Oh, okay. It was total, uh, like, 22 hours of work. Okay. And I got $350. So, add our so you're making, like, a heads. cool, like, 12 and a half Yeah, something hairs. like that. And right. it was, so it was on the day of, it was election day. I did 5 a.m. to 10 p.m. Pretty uh, robust amount of time spent just, like, sitting and staring at the wall because the day was actually pretty quiet. In the beginning, there was a rush from, like, 6 a.m. to 7, and then after that, people kind of came in once every 30 minutes or something. Uh-huh. And what was your main job? Were you, like, checking people in or, like, showing people how to vote? What was the what was your job? So I had a very crucial job, actually. Oh, okay. I was checking people in and handing them ballots. Nice. So you were handing them that enormous form. Yeah, well, that enormous fall. So <laughs> as, <laughs> Famously a, 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 as you know, and um, I'm sure if people listened um, to like one of the mini clip episodes, I can't remember which one, yeah. but um, <laughs> I actually, that was my first time voting. And I, I went in there, right? my, my mother was telling me yeah. it was going to be super easy. You just go in there, fill out, you know, fill in the circles. But I felt like I was at my SAT, old SAT test and I didn't know that you had to vote for everyone else also. Yeah, you know what I mean, so I, I was a little, one, I was though. a little confused. You, I guess your voting district is it's around here, right? Right, right, right. Yeah, which is not Chelsea. not publicly known. Chelsea, we say. Sure. Chelsea, we say here on the Ted Jones World podcast. Yes. Um. So what? Where is your place? Right here, like within five blocks. No, it was. Um. Well, I guess it was between Chelsea and Union Square. If you want to get descript about it, us yeah, being right. New Yorkers, us being New Yorkers, it was um right next to Union Square. Actually, like uh, se- like sixteenth. Between oh, uh, Union Square and Fifth, yeah, at, at a big oh, school, yeah, totally. in the gymnasium. I've been there before. Where did you actually do your poll working? I was up by Columbus Circle, so like Fifty Eighth between Seventh and Eighth, something okay. like that. So it was a super, like the district was a lot of like older wealthy people, and like a lot of them came in. Did they seem like, like they knew what they were doing? 
I mean, yeah, they're all people who like it was. They're like most. I I think I think the median age was probably like eighty five years old. Median age, whatever that means. Right. So it's median middle. is like the middle number. It's like the middle number. So it, was, it was like <laughs> between sixty and one hundred and five year old. Yeah, yeah, something like that. So I exactly. That's even the the meaning of median. No, that I was like pretty good. I yeah. think <laughs> <laughs> that was like a pretty good description of it. But so yeah, so a lot of people came in like with attendants pushing them in a wheelchair or like they'd be in the very beginning in the morning there was kind of a line and that sounds like voter fraud to me yeah i would i'd probably you know it really sounds like voter fraud to all of us um no it actually i i kind of said this last time like it's pretty hard to do voter fraud on any more than like a one at a time basis like i couldn't imagine unless you had so many people in on it you can't really fake like more than one ballot at a time. Like if I went, oh, oof. if I went to the poll and I wanted to vote for you, then like I could say your name and give you that info. I mean, there would be obvious discrepancies. Wait, wait, or how do you mean vote for me? You mean vote Let me, as me? I'll say me. like, yeah, vote as you. If I wanted to take your identity and vote as you, like that's as far as I could take it. And like when you went to go vote, and you checked in. If I went before you, they'd be like, "Oh, sir, you already voted. You can't vote." Right, right, right. And it's then not you'd like be they're like, no, doubling up on the same person voting. Yeah, it's like just like not really possible to do that. Right, but you had it. You had a good time, and yeah, you I did. and you are a serving member of society. So thank you, I did. producer Never Katie, again. doing things outside of the podcast, <laughs> which we Rare. love. Okay, Katie. So let's uh, let's get into this documentary movie that oh, we yeah. both, we even both watched. Do we intro that? Okay, so we wanted to do an episode right after the election. Today's Tuesday, one week after the election. Yes, right? and we didn't want to talk about all of this going on because no, we we're not we're the not the best ones for it we're, we're also pu- we're also biased for it no we're not We've biased gotta, well yeah i don't really unbiased. care not, i don't really care not to be biased otherwise we thought that we should come together today and talk about a movie that had me screaming and, h- and how do you mean all right well i guess we should just tell the I movie guess we initially so on. hbo max uh class action park yeah. It was basically uh, this documentary movie that was put together by HBO Max, of course. And this guy, Gene Mulvihill, put together this idea, like got all these investors to make a water park motor world situation. Yeah. Just basically oh, creating yeah. a full-fledged k- summer camp for kids that was basically supervised by kids. Yeah, it's like very like Lord of the Flies. So is it? Yeah, so it's in Vernon, New Jersey. So as you so know, close. I I grew up in Jersey. I lived there for six weeks before right. I <laughs> before I headed to um, yeah before I headed to New York City. But I had asked I've asked people who have grown up in New Jersey, and they said that um they've been to the park before. That's so funny. And it's quite crazy. That's so. I I actually recently. Before we decide that we would go on Class Action Park, I thought of it originally. You had said it to me before that you'd seen it, but uh, a friend of mine was describing that she had been to not Action Park itself, but because she's a little too young, but uh, the new one that right. they like replaced and it's, it with. And it's apparently not as badass at all. Well, like there's like, the one today. Die. You can't die. Yeah, you going can't there die. This time. There's one from 2020 or like whenever they did it. They said it in the dog. Like, I don't know. Maybe like yeah. in the 2010s, like a new place took it over. But she kind of still went and like 
the halfway shanty one. Like, okay. there may be some, like, scratches here and there. But the reason that we even brought it up was because, do you remember that that auction, like, over a year ago? Do you remember this at all? Like, Oh, yeah, I do. Yeah, you, you have to right. tell. You have to tell the story. So, my first auction, I got really drunk because that's what one does at an auction. <laughs> at least, <laughs> really? like, in... Pr- I mean, it was free. Well, it you was did. all free. Go ahead. Right, right, right. It was all being oh, pushed right, right, upon. Right. I mean, right. it, open not, not bar, my Open fault. bar... Auctions. Open bar auction. Right. First auction. You know, I mean, like, at this point, this is, like, over a year and a half ago. I'm only a few years out of school. Like, all right, I got a job. I'm saving money, whatever. I got to buy something at the auction, 100%. The second item, I didn't even, I barely even heard what it was. I heard ski trip, and I heard starting at 500. Somebody said 500, and I said 750. And the whole room just completely shut up right they the jaws dropped i think the music stopped (laughs) i think the music stopped and i won the bid and this is now like may may 2019 and it's at mountain creek resort which is the new action park and now i'm saying i gotta go because i haven't been Oh, it's been sitting in my back Wow, pocket. small world. Yeah, no, I know that you've been you've worlds. been sl- you've been kind of meaning to drop that seven fifty and go on this. Yeah, I've been excursion. I did already drop the seven fifty actually. Back oh right, then. but they still owe you. I tried the to weasel. I tried to weasel out a little right, right, bit. Right, right, No, but it's, it was for oh, charity, right? Yeah, it was like a charity. Yeah, so you screwed. All right, so background story there, Katie. That was lovely. Uh, this guy Gene Mulvihill, basically big Wall Street guy was kind of excommunicated from Wall Street when he had, like, a securities fraud issue. He was selling people stocks that were worthless, whatever. The whole SEC scam, you know how it goes. Uh, So he basically put together a large pool of money from investors and then just got architects to come together and they're all like make a like like make a make a shitty contraption for the least amount of money because they're all like or the main gene was like he's a disgraced wall street guy no that's what i mean he got he got convicted for securities fraud so he basically couldn't work in um wall street any longer right so he had to come up with some like outrageous idea where he just had um architects put together rides that would hopefully work yeah, unreal. And, and then the he did. They, go ahead. The way it's like, hopefully, the way that they said, like, okay, hopefully it'll work. It's like, yeah, they get like the the very first ride they show is this thing. It's called uh, what, the Cannonball Loop. The Cannonball Loop the cannonball was wild. Loop. I was screaming. I was also I was dying at Gene just waving a hundred dollar bills too for like the teenagers the to come down and try it out. He's like, "Hey, who's gonna get this hundred dollars?" I was I was truly lost. So this guy, so he built a water slide that it's like probably like what's less than the forty five degree angle? Uh, Let's say twenty. Let's 10. call it a smooth yeah, twenty. Yeah, that kind of drop. And then after however long it takes going that far, it just does a full, like, tight loop circle and then just right down in. And then it, like, looks like it, that's not the one where you're shooting out the side of a mountain in the end, right? No, that's – no, no, no. The, well, there's – I mean, there's a few. There's the Tarzan yeah, right? swing where people, <laughs> like, weren't able to just let go of the string and right. they would go into the cold plunge of water. Or other people there's would go on the Tarzan swing and they couldn't hold up their body weight, so they would just fall immediately. And then they said all the kids at the Tarzan. That was one. Yeah, that's one of the sca- like one of the scarier things I've ever heard in terms of like being so embarrassed, having like a hundred kids like watching you go into the ta- into the Tarzan uh, yeah. loop or whatever. What? Not even Tarzan. It was loop. The, t- the Tarzan, Tarzan drop. Swing. It was like so. 
a bunch of kids, like hundreds of kids would be lined up waiting to do this. And then one kid would just grab a rope and then jump off a cliff, swing into the water, fall into the water. And then so many kids are like, yeah, but like if even like one hand is slightly out, like you're going to break your wrist when you hit the water and like it's all just totally. And then you have all the kids who are waiting at the top screaming at you like, pussy. Yeah, literally. The the most dangerous one and the one that they said like people would get the most injured from was the uh, the concrete slide that was surrounded by cliff rock do you know what i'm talking about alpine 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 slide you just literally be flying down and like a saucer and the amount of times that kids would just flip or they like they couldn't turn at like key parts they would just flip and then just eat rocks literally literally how about the how about the kids going to um the infirmary and then what what do you think that what do you think that stuff was that they sprayed on them I think that kind of makes... Or they maybe said said it was, like, alcohol and iodine or some crap like that. Which, like, I don't don't deeply know what that means, but I guess that's just, like, ultra-pure, like, cleaning solution. Yeah. Or whatever. Do you think that even works? I don't don't know. Well, I mean, I I guess guess they would know. Probably I w- not. I would have. I would have loved to have gone. I would have definitely picked and chose. I, I would have picked and cho- like chosen my rides, but like Tarzan swing for sure. Not the Cannonball Loop. Um, the Colorado River ride, just being super realistic, but, but like pretty unpredictable. I think that could be fun. <laughs> You'd be down. I, yeah, but I wouldn't want to get in any fights with anyone. You know, like apparently yeah, that's where the most right. fights were yeah. when people were just banging at each other in the um, in the tubes. Totally, because I, I can understand that too. Had, yeah, right. They had beer also all over. I the also park. I don't get that. So well, they were saying that it was it was filled with like. You know, teenagers and then older teenagers too, but they didn't really mention anyone in their twenties. You know, going to the place and I think that alcohol was probably eighteen then. No, 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 no. Unless it was this state of Jersey, but I think alcohol has been twenty-one for a super long time. Let me see. That'd be an interesting little fact. I'm on the office of the attorney general. But like, (laughs) but like the young teens as staff, like such a such a camp vibe it was yeah, amazing it's like you ever see wet hot american summer no that's like that kind of i mean it's it's a comedy I've and it's heard scripted. It. it's really good who's in funny. it it's got so many people i mean you want to see the original one that's like from probably 2000 but it's like amy poehler uh what job from arrested development you gotta look we gotta find that Mad that people. other fact Paul i don't want to find that I out because that'd be that'd right. be actually insane well, I, I do love a Paul Rudd, so we'll see. Love a Paul Rudd. Um, oh, it's okay. <laughs> um, it only turned into, it only became 21 in 1988. Wow. In 1980, when the legal drinking age in New Jersey was changed 19, fatalities were at an all-time high. For <laughs> oh, my God. And, I, you know, and there was, a, um, a, I guess, a mother of, like, a son who passed away at, uh, at yeah, Action Park. Yeah. And she was just saying, like, it was a place where death was tolerated. So brutal. Which is very deep. And so true. Yeah. Right? Well, I mean, one of the s- one of the scarier things, like, in my opinion, was probably the wave pool, where they would just have to the stop it, like, pool. every 20 minutes to make sure nobody's at the bottom drowning or dead. And I wrote, okay, and I then wrote And then the one time they actually did find a dead kid, and then, like... <laughs> they still didn't shut down the they, wave yeah, pool. Yeah, and then the a second kid died in the wave pool. Remember he was saying that? He was like... 
all right, you're the first person to die in a wave pool. Like, all right, that's a tragedy. That's really sad. But then you're the second guy to die in a wave pool. You're like, what did I do to deserve this? You know, it was just a, it was also a, you know, it was a wild time back there. Uh, (laughs) Excuse me, back there and back then. Just because people really didn't know, um, know anything about water parks and like, or theme parks really for that matter. I feel like. It was it was the biggest theme park in the world at was the it? time. Really? Yeah. yeah, I believe so. It says, by the way, yeah. I'm correcting the record. I hope I was right. By the way, just making a bold statement like that. Pretty yeah, sure I am. Probably right. right. It's. Uh, no, it was like it was seventy acres. Nineteen eighty. In nineteen eighty, it was nineteen. Uh huh. And in nineteen eighty three, oh, it was twenty one. Right. So this is the time where, yeah, you're right. It was like 18 years old. And it's, uh, it's just because so many drunk driving accidents. Right. And, and I bet like a law was from, I bet a law was from, no yeah, doubt, <laughs> literally. No I bet it was from Vernon, New Jersey. Seriously. 100%. So they were saying that like uh, kids who like didn't go to the Jersey Shore or whatever, they would, the kids would just go to just go action, action park, park. Yeah. And just drink all day. That's sounds, so I mean, it sounds, it sounds fun. Honestly, the wave pool and drinking though. Not ideal, in my um, opinion. That one, there was one guy who, I mean, like anyone who watched it knows, like every speaker is like some kind of testimonial, like, yeah, I worked at the park or whatever. One guy was like, yeah, I would go all the time every day, and I just like never went on one ride because people died on the rides. And you're like, yeah, totally, I can get behind that. I think that's what I would have done. Yeah, well, I think that um, just besides the dangerous to the dangerousness. If that's a word, I think danger. it's a word. The danger. Yeah, the, okay, <laughs> fine. The danger in riding one of these rides, too, is that you could get hurt on the ride. But then also, on top of that, is like when you go into the freezing r- river water and then you just, sh- sh- like, shiver people up. Like, yeah, some, some people, people had like to, like, get taken out of the, yeah, people had to get taken out of the, uh, out of the river or whatever. How about the CFS bracelets? That's funny. That was funny. Can't, can't, fucking, can't fucking swim. swim. It was like if somebody got uh, what? If somebody got if caught somebody earlier like in the no, day. If somebody, uh, if somebody already got saved <laughs> earlier in the day, then they would just slap a bracelet why on them. Yeah, like and they why like are you still do the do cliff jump. So dumb. It's funny how they do, I mean, like, I think the movie does a good job, the documentary does a good job of, like, mm. positing it from all different viewpoints, but the the best uh, conclusion, the best takeaway moment was when they're just like, yeah, like, it was crazy, but, like, that was the 80s, and, like, kids will probably yeah. never have unbridled fun ever again, and, like, that, while I think, like, that's something that has a lot of merit and, like, is a fun thing to reminisce on, I just thought it was a little awkward the way that the movie, like, put that right next to the mom with the dead kid. Right. It it seemed well at the <laughs> end <laughs> but also like at the really end of the um at the end of the movie um it was it was with the the parents at the yeah. at the cemetery at the which cemetery. is like a, a little bit tough. I thought it was so weird that it's the cemetery Uneasy. shot and they have like a drone flying up getting the overhead of the cemetery and they have like a rock song and then zooming out right and then they have like the guy Chris Gethard or something Gethard I don't yeah. know how to say his name <laughs> he just like yeah. says um just some quote about the the sh- the place being legendary were most of those people like comedians who just were from New Jersey? I yeah, I think so because I n- yeah. I recognize a few of them. Well, except for the people that worked there, right? Yeah, but there were definitely um, a few people who I recognized. And it's funny, like there are no places in the world, excuse me, in the U.S. that I know of that are like theme parks, water parks, or any sort of place where 
there's just no adult supervision. You know, and I think this oh kind yeah. of this in terms of like being a um a Wall Street gig too, like uh, bringing in as many people as possible, spending as little money as possible, and just to have all these people get rich. So I think that like this was kind of like uh, a period in time, like you said, the 80s or whatever, when um, the states and the cities were getting so much tax revenue from these businesses that they didn't really fully care. Yeah, until people right. started dying. No, but I think people were dying for a while. And then it wasn't until people I'd be started interested to, I'd be interested. Yeah, I'd be interested to know how many people actually died there. I don't know if you can, oh. <laughs> you can get that record up, but like well, he, okay, uh, the um, Mulde, excuse me, Moldehill, the guy who ran the place. W- yeah, he would never. He would apparently never report any like injuries yeah, and anything unless bro, an ambulance that was came. Sad. That was really sad. That the mom. Of the guy the was kid. a wheeler dealer. Six people died. That's what I thought. Six total people. And that's o- that was over the span of how long was that? How long was um, like eight years? Let me see. How long was it open though? Um, how long? Action Park. I keep I keep. You know, it's just also it's also crazy how people will just listen to anyone with a big personality and like crazy ideas. Like this guy Adam, I know. like this guy Adam Newman who founded WeWork, and then he, his the valuation right. of his company was like billions of dollars and then all of a sudden just because it, it was that it was that high because people some people believed in him and then the market was like dude like this yeah, doesn't make any right. sense and now um, we lost a lot of cash a lot of cashish billions yeah like that show billions. yeah literally it is like that show billions. it's almost like Except that show billions he lost the money the guy right. in billions Except has minus. the billions minus versus plus go ahead 18 years 18 years it was open and eight deaths it's like six. one every other year. Six? So once every three years. See, Not the thing is, bad. with like <laughs> with like one death every three years, I'm sure that it didn't mathematically equate to that. But um, some I of them feel were like, like within room for two some weeks of each other. I feel like there was room for some being like, oh, it wasn't our fault. It was the kid's fault. Totally. So I don't, y- I don't even really know how that was handled initially. But it just seemed like Gene knew what he was doing. He knew how to put toge- how to put together a scrappy business plan, even if he was making rides on his napkin. Literally, he drew the cannonball right. loop on his napkin, and then when exactly. like the PVC pipe started getting super hot in the summer, it was like expanding. And then the guy um, went down, and then what did he go? He went over the highway yeah, and like a rubber got, ball oh, into a he swamp. Got so you remember that? In the ball. And it wasn't a rubber ball, bro. It was like a hard metal right, ball. Right, right, right. That's what it made. I think it made and it like super like, fast. And he was like, it was so hot in there. And there's like, he's like a projectile launches into the highway. Oh, my God. I was screaming at this moment. I would have I liked if they brought someone who was super injured by the documentary um, on the film. Yeah, you know, right. or do- Just because they were, you know, they were talking a lot about how people got super hurt. I would have yeah, loved to I see someone with like a twenty-year-old black eye, yeah, or something, right. just like <laughs> forever bruised. Yeah. Um, the thing <laughs> with the napkin, it's that like not only yeah, it's like oh no, forty. Mm-hmm. Damn. <laughs> yeah, it's old. not two thousand four. Go ahead. Um, these guys were saying that like they so he would draw a loop on a napkin, just have like line straight down, draw a loop, yeah. and then just go this get like builders like just like not even builders you remember like he bu- remember those two weird um like scientists crack a lack of looking fellows who used to follow him around to like conventions and were like we can do oh your designs yeah. yeah totally so i think that gene you know having those two 
to like engineers. I put engineer in quotes, like by his side, really just gave him access oh, to all of his nuts ideas. And it's also it's insane how almost every kid who went on the ride was just a test subject. Hundred, you know, just because it's not a safe ride, and and like. Now, well, I think the I think the thing was back in the day, kids were like excited that you could potentially get hurt. It was like rad yeah, and like eighties right. and endearing. Totally. But now, if you go to like a fair, like a carnival, I mean, even then, you trust the carnival. You know, like you're not going on rides, be like, well, I might fly out yeah, totally. of this um, the hanging door swinging thing or not yeah. the, or the pe- hanging pendulum but the boat excuse me yeah, yeah or the, the boat pirates boat or anything like that so it's just it was w- it's definitely a w- it was a weird part in time just because like i think if anything opened up like this now even like even if the law didn't really give a shit about it i don't think people are that um mischievous uh, anymore maybe people definitely are i think but i think the difference is that like citizens are way more like free to sue people than they used to be sure but would you think that if it was just a free-for-all you go there you sign something and you know all right this is how it is like you could get hurt uh this potentially but i just don't think that it would have that much of an impact on today's society than it does uh Wait, so than it which did way back then. i'm saying that now if that was around i don't think people would I don't think people would ever think about going there. Just with oh, like yeah, no. With, no um, I don't know, with people just being so much more aware, maybe now or so, of like your too. health. Yeah, and you like, like wha- not you even wouldn't just let about you. Right, right, right. Like you totally wouldn't let They your said kids that go. there was one moment in the doc, I mean, for the whole time they were talking about how with so the many div- of these kids. With the divorced like, parents, you mean? Yeah, and like kids, peop- all the people who were interviewed for it were just like, I would come home at like 10 p.m. after school and my parents like didn't even ask. Like, it just wasn't really now. I mean, I don't know what that transition was, but at some moment, like in the nineties, it just be it, it became very hot and in to start like watching your kids. Well, I I think so too, and I think it started with like the internet age in terms of like maybe in like the early nineties or the mid nineties when AOL came around and MSN and whatever, and they had these messenger features, and you can watch your kid from your AOL account to his or her AOL account and see like what websites they're That's you know That's going what right. what website they're visiting and it's become more and more a thing you know like when um the parents started buying their kids cell phones in fourth grade it's because they wanted to be in communication with their kid because they you know are so worried about them or whatever it is and i think yeah. that uh parents in general nowadays having more access to see what kids these days are doing, whether it's through TV, whether it's through their own Facebook. Um, it just seems like things are a lot more accessible, which they freaking yeah, are. Right. And it's like a microchip. Yeah, and, and we also have the option now to go to Jersey and go to a Six Flags, which is insured, or you know, you could potentially sue them and you have engineers that are actually credible and stuff like that and like they really don't want you to sue them and they think you will right like and gene and gene knew you know the guy who started action park he knew that he would just drag you know drag yeah he's like no one's gonna sue me because like like, no one's gonna gonna tweet like now it's like and the corrupt lawyers too being like look you're not gonna win you're not gonna win this case lady you might as well just settle with this guy there wasn't the same like court of public opinion as there is now like now like if I went and broke my neck at Class Action Water Park, I could like Action Park <laughs> without even without even contacting their lawyers or whatever it is that 
one does when you sue. Uh-huh. I could just tweet out pictures of my injury right. and then get and tag them millions. Look what y'all did. Yeah, and then like it's done. Like it did. They didn't even need to get sued. Versus like the eighties, it's not really such a thing. And there was also what was it? Oh, this guy was talking about water parks and amusement parks now, and it's like the point is that you're supposed to feel unsafe, but you are very safe. And so, like, you're talking about water parks and now, amusement parks yeah. now. Like now, Absolutely. yeah, like your yeah, you legs dangle. You go on the scared. Superman, as yeah, you said, you go right. on the swinging freaking boat. Right, and like I think that like trust in like the business establishment that you're going to is so secure. It's the same as like Borat. We talked about that. Like when you're on camera, you just like have to assume that whatever you're doing is fine. And yeah. like when you go to a water park and you're about to get down a slide, even though it looks like it's gonna kill you, you're like, "There's no way it's gonna kill yeah. me." Yeah, like, this is a business. Have you been to um, Coney Island and rid- ridden the cyclone? I've never ridden. Oh a my cyclone. god, it's exactly like that. You hop on really? the cyclone, and just before you even start going, you just hear the whole track like. <laughs> Just like locking That's in, so locking in the wheels to the side, and then going up and down. I don't know if it's still fully active, but I know that like I think during hurricanes and <laughs> shit, they don't oh they don't run God. that because, as you can imagine, it it was um it's weather dependent. Yeah, I would think. Oh and yeah, geez. and during the winter, I don't think they do too. But that's a place that has like established themselves as a, or the cyclone has established itself as a ride that won't. You know, kill, kill you. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, class, the fact that. that Class Action Park is a place that, you know, all kids wanted to go to, even even they were saying all kids, you know, New York City, New Jersey, PA, wherever, yeah. um, makes it just such a different time. Just because, like, how many of your friends would realistically want to go to Class Action Park? Excuse me, Action Park. I love how I keep calling it by the movie name. Yeah, I know. I just think it's Class Action Water Park, you're saying. I mean, like, that ex- it's, like, so it, – the fact that it's so hypothetical just makes it, like, so hard to answer that. Yeah. It's just like, yeah, I'll go. Yeah. I don't, don't e- I think – I'm saying now, like, I would go, but, like, I really wouldn't want to be jammed up with a broken leg, especially for the rest of summer or no. whatever it was. And that then, and then, like, broken like, leg, like, at kind of best sometimes. Right. How about, the, uh, <laughs> we, can we talk a little bit about Motor World? How did you feel yeah, about Motor bro. World? So, basically, I mean, as you guys know, if you had seen the show, which I'm sure you which have, because you you've been have listening to, to the entire spoiler to. as of right now. Um, if you haven't, you should go now. But uh, having the go-karts and, like, all these raceways and people were obviously s- p- putting back beers, sipping tequila, and then going on the raceway. And, and just getting full onto the highway, yeah, and too. And just getting full DUIs. Wait, what? Because what the, the water park was on one side. Right. And it, like, the split a highway. world was on the other side of the highway. And there was a crossover. But I think it was just, like... You just go through the highway. It's not like a bridge or anything. Really? Yes. I'm gonna go with yes. Okay. I don't, like I don't you, know that. Be, you not remembering it makes me think I'm making it up, but right. I, think it, I think right. I didn't. Oh well, there you go. Wait, there, but how would you get the go karts from Motor World across the highway? You just like drive off the track, and it's like, and you go across the highway. It's design, yeah. And it was, but it was like, that was a bad thing. Uh, they were like, we'd be so drunk and we would just take it and go across the highway to the other side of the park. But there was a little loop over the highway. I don't think there was. I, there was definitely like, like, you know how like cops can wait in the middle between two lanes of a highway, like when you're speeding. Sure. So there's like the little opening there. I think you could just rip right through that. No from one shot. Side. No shot. I'm looking into this. I hear what you. <laughs> I hear what you're saying, but Action I really. You know what? Park. Everything else about this little water park 
has been um, quite sus, as they say. So, Katie, I wouldn't, I wouldn't put it past you if you're actually correct there, but I don't. I'm 99. I, I don't remember that part. Um, but just the motor world idea in general, and I think uh, DUIs were obviously uh, an issue, just in terms of people bashing into each other Shredded and getting those, DUIs. yeah, getting those, uh, those necks, you know, turned it. I c- okay, all right. I'm looking at this thing right now, and it's not. You definitely go across Route 94, 100 percent. And there's a little picture of a car. Yeah, hundred percent. I'm saying you this map. We'll put uh, this in the we'll put this in the episode notes. Oh, okay, perfect. <laughs> also, um, so we were talking about the two parents, you know, like at the at the cemetery with their child. Oh yeah. And then brutal. Chris Gethard, who's the comedian, who I was saying, like he said, the park was legendary. He was saying that a lot of things were fucked up back then. Like that's how the movie ended. He's yeah. Like, yeah. A lot of things were fucked up back then. Totally. Which is true. You think about like everybody who was getting away with what they were getting away with in the 80s. Well, something something that I was going to say, too, about like the idea of like kids not really being looked after that much. Oh, wait. Sure. And people used to get kidnapped all the time. Okay, back in the that day. thank that you did. for that segue. What? Because you like that thought? Did you ever? Wa- <laughs> did you ever? Yeah, love that. Did you ever uh, watch the CNN series about the decades, where like every season is the sixties, the seventies, the eighties? I've heard of it. It's really good. You should watch it. In the eighties, one episode is about the rise of serial killers because that just yeah. kind of wasn't a thing until yeah, the eighties. Why? Like it probably was here and there, right, but like but it was never. I mean, it, it just, like, blew up, like, as a pop culture phenomenon. And uh, that was also kind of gave rise to, like, starting to make sure you know where your kid is after school and stuff. Is that when they made up? It's 10 p.m. Do you know where your children are? You know, it probably is when they came up with that. That's on Fox, right? right? I don't know. Yeah, that's I'm pretty sure. Do you know where your yeah. children are? Do you know where your children are? And this is late 60s, it says. In response to widespread urban rioting, reminding parents to keep children indoors and safe from danger. I completely huh. don't even know what that website's from, and I just read that. Well, th- I mean, it could be it could be true, though. That sounded it pretty in-depth. We'll give that guy credit. <laughs> or girl. Yeah, groupm.com. Go ahead, but you were saying that people oh, just... Oh, yeah. So, I mean, like, now that you have serial... It's like the 80s kind of, like, with the rise of, like, s- the 24-hour news cycle just started like packing in like people were way more aware of how everyday dangerous like your suburban neighborhood might be i wonder what maybe we just found out more about serial killers in the 80s i think that's kind of it and and like you know when it's we all found out a news, lot of we found a lot more uh, out a lot more stuff in the, in the 80s you know but like when you start Run seeing DMC. that on tv yeah there you freaking go guy like once everything's on TV, then like okay, oh, you can serial kill. Yeah, like, right, 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 I, might, right, right. I didn't realize you could do that. Yeah, where's the sentiment South Crunch? Yeah, something like that. Uh-huh. Yeah. All right, well, you know, I'm obviously joking, everyone. Obviously. Well, I, so Katie, this was really a lovely episode, and thanks gosh, you're joining us all the time now for Ted Jones World Podcast. Rate, comment, subscribe. You like what you hear, and you want to hear more stuff just like it. Let us know. So the reason we actually uh, started talking about. This documentary slash film was was actually very good. If you haven't seen it by now, at the end of this episode, I hope you weren't watching it and listening at the same time because that would have been tough. That would have been tough. Scene Uh, selection. But HBO Max Class Action Park, I strongly recommend it. And I don't know, do you like Rotten Tomatoes, Katie? Do you follow Rotten Tomatoes? Not the not the actual food. 
I don't think I the ever, I ever the do. website. Really? Do you? Um, yeah, for the most part. So on Rotten Tomatoes, this movie actually got a 96. Oh, which that's really good. Is uh, really good. IMDb gave it like what? Seven out of ten. Seven out of ten. IMDb I don't usually listen to as much just because um, they don't have the numbers in between. Seven and <laughs> five, seven point five. You know, they don't give seven point two fives when I feel like Rotten uh, Tomatoes giving a full, too committal, full, um, you know, percentages. Then I feel super confident. That in extra them. decimal points. And also, I, I like Rotten Tomatoes in general. They usually have a good idea of what's going on over there. Episode sixty-three in the books. KT, got anything else to say or what? Should we wrap it up? Um, Chris Christie got a really funny shout out in the movie. That's it, though. It was just funny. Was Chris, like oh, because he's the governor of, of New Jersey. It said that they, they just had to slip it in. And also, like, Don T is in every single uh, documentary I've ever yeah, seen in my Donnie life. Donnie T gets a lot of um, love from these documentaries that a have come out within the last, like, four days. <laughs> and it's usually not not nice love. Well, they said that Gene Mulvihill was actually too crazy for Donnie T to no, even invest in one of his projects. No, I thought they said it was the other way. No. Did he say it was Don didn't want to? Yeah, Don's thought oh, Gene so Mulvihill was too crazy. That's really funny. And then one um, of the guys in the show was like, dude, Gene was just too crazy for Trump. What a badass. I just want to read this one quote that I took a picture of off the screen that Chris Christie, I think, spoke, either spoke at uh, oh, Gene's no, he funeral. Oh, no, he gave like a little eul- gave a eulogy, eulogy of um, Gene Mulvihill. So and this was and this was also after, this quote came in um, right after the two parents who like mourned their son oh, at yeah. the... At the cemetery, like, we're about to go yeah, off screen. You're, wi- you're wiping tears. And then it pulls yeah. up this text. After hearing of the death, of, or no, so this is after Gene dies. Yeah. After hearing of the death of the new Vernon, New Jersey resident, Governor Chris Christie said, Gene Mulville's con- contributions to the economic development of Sussex County are questionable. <laughs> right, let, l- let me read this one more time from yeah, the top. Yeah, start, go, go to the back. Edit. After hearing of the death of the New Vernon, New Jersey resident, Governor Chris Christie said, Gene Mulville's contributions to the economic development of Sussex County are unquestionable. His unique vision and entrepreneurial spirit will be greatly missed. And I couldn't have said it any better myself. Well, you know, I think when you're the governor, you see those dollar signs. You're you're apt to come up with something clever. All right. Thank you so much. (laughs) Episode 63. We'll see you guys next week. Peace. Ted Jones messed with the wrong melon farmers. Ted Jones, I also call him the eighth wonder of the real estate world. Ted Jones, who knows, you know, it could be Ted Jones. The Ted Jones World Podcast.